I want to stay within that theme that has been given to me uh, on today by your pastor, uh, a church protected by God, a church protected by God. Psalms 27, the 27th number of the Psalms. Those who have your word and would share with us on today. Anybody who know me know I don't like a quiet church. My pastor preached a sermon that has lived with me all of my life entitled, A Dead Child Can't Cry and a Live One Can't Hold His Peace. And I'm telling you, so I believe that when the saints come together, you ought to make a joyful noise uh, unto the Lord. Amen. Psalms 27, for those who have your word and will share with us on day. Come on and stand with me if you don't mind in respect and reverence of the word. Uh, on today. I bless the Lord for those seasoned saints that have been around Macedonia for years. Seasoned saints. I'm looking at a couple of you all. Miss Audrey over there. I'm looking. I'm looking at you. Deacon Cottrell. You know, some of those seasoned saints that have been around here for a long time. Some saints are seasoned like Cookie. You know, some seasoned saints. <laughs> I ain't looking back nowhere. I'm looking forward. So those seasoned saints have been around for a while. Psalms 27, verses number 1 through 5, I believe it is, uh, on today with us focusing in uh, on, verse number, on verse number 5. You'll find these words, The Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies, and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though when a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war rises against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that I may seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord. And to inquire in his temple. Watch the theme scripture. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Y'all in the word? Watch it again. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up on a rock, a church protected by God. Just tell somebody close to you, he's covered us. Certainly solicit your prayers for preaching on today that the Lord will certainly have his way in preaching on today. You may have your seats. Watch this, beloved God. Most of us are familiar uh, with the writing of the book of Psalms. Most of us are familiar with these biblical pages, these 150 spiritual songs and poems of praises that were used by the early church as a part of their worship experience. The book of Psalms, I love it because it is a personal book. Well, it allows the writers of the book of Psalms to be able to express openly what they're going through and how they feel at the time of their writing. 
If you really read it, you got to read it because most people don't get past the 23rd Psalms. But if you really read the Psalms, you will notice how unique the Psalms is. Because the individuals who write in the pages of the Psalms are individuals who write with divine proclamation what it is to trust God and to believe in God. They reveal to you and I how to petition God, how to pray uh, to God, and how to praise and worship him. But at the very same time, these writers express to you and I, you and I, the pain and anguish of trying to live our lives according to the will of the master. They're open and they're honest and not afraid. They're deliberate in the fact that sometime in their writings, they let us know that they had moments of fear. Things around them were too big and too heavy and too hectic. And they wanted to know where was God. They had moments when they were trying to adjust themselves in the midst of situations because life had broken them and relationships had caused them a great deal of pain and sorrow. And they cried out to God to reveal unto God that you are saying you are with us. But today it seems like we can't find you. Anybody ever been there? Yeah, there are individuals who are open to the fact that they're able to express openly to God what they're going through, what they're dealing with, while at the same time turning around and sharing with you and I how to celebrate the awesomeness of the God of our salvation. I love the book of Psalms because what the book of Psalms say to me is, I ain't got to put on no holy front. I don't have to be fake and I don't have to be phony. But the book of Psalms says to me, I can praise God in that moment when life seems to be just in divine order. And I can cry out to God when the devil is on my trail. Somebody help me preach. The book of Psalms tells me I can trust God. And while I'm trusting God at the very same time, I can tell God how disappointed I really am. This world been kicking my behind for a long time. And you ain't showed up yet. Y'all are not going to church. When you read the book of Psalms, the Psalms is real. And the Psalms allow us the opportunity to express to God exactly where we are. I know y'all don't, don't really get this because sometimes people don't talk about this when it talks about church. People don't tell you it's okay to be angry. And it's okay to be upset or okay to be uh, uh, fearful. It's, it's okay to be afraid. People, people don't tell us that. That it's, that it's okay to cry when we're hurting. And, and it's okay to have a question for God when death come knocking at the door. And so it's okay for you and I to say to God, I don't see it. I don't understand it. I can't feel it. I'm trying to grasp myself and get my hands around it. It's okay. But we've been taught for such a long time to be fakes and phonies until we don't know how to really celebrate having a real relationship with the God of our salvation. Y'all gonna help me preach up in here. Yeah, it's okay to be honest. Tell your neighbor it's okay. It's okay to be honest. Matter of fact, being honest has flown all through the pages of the Bible. Martha said to Jesus, you should have came when we called you. Because if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. That was the emotional Martha. 
But then all of a sudden, the spiritual moth kicked in and said, but even now, I wish y'all to help me preach up in here. Yeah, yeah. See, beloved God, you got to understand that we can have some real moments that are connected to our spiritual moments. And I tell people this all the time. I have real moments connected to my spiritual moments. In my real moments, there's some people I want to choke. I'm going to give me a real church in a minute. But my spiritual moment says, touch that. <laughs> because what life reveals to us is that you and I have real moments in life and in living. When you pause and look at Psalms 27, beloved of God, don't be confused by what you actually see or believe as being moments where things are just in divine order. What you have to understand is that David had to get there before he could write this song. Gotta preach. You gotta, you gotta watch this because David, being the writer of the Psalms, David is able to express himself openly because ever since God put his hands on David, David has had to fight for the assignment. All right, let me give you some help. How many of y'all on this side to help me preach? Let me see your hands. Hold them up real high. You can't be quiet no more. How about over here? How many of y'all help me preach? All right. You can't be quiet no more. Choir got me covered. Y'all got me covered. Y'all got me covered in the balcony. The preachers understand you reap what you sow. Right? So, so watch this here. Before he could actually begin to write with a sense of assurance, David has to reveal to you and I that he has been subject to the attack of the enemies ever since God has chosen him to be king. I wish I had some help up in here. Yeah, yeah. He, he finds himself in the midst of constant battles and finds himself frequently running for his life. Point number one on today. Let me help somebody up in here. See, beloved of God, when God gives you assignment, don't look for a picnic. You better expect some problems. Somebody say, I know that's right. You got to expect some problems. I often tell this to preachers, particularly young preachers when they get churches. I tell them, don't expect for you to get an assignment and everybody going to like you. Or everybody going to be on your side. Or everybody going to pat you on the back. Every good preacher needs a good devil. I wish y'all would help me preach up in here. Every, 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 every good leader of any ministry needs a good devil. Because what a good devil does is make sure you pray and trust God. Anybody help me up in here? I tell people all the time, Brother Major, I tell people, don't be so hard on the devil. Because the devil got a purpose. And that the devil is carrying out his purpose to make sure that you and I carry out our purpose. David finds himself a lad of a boy being made king by God while Saul is still the king. And so David must now try to do what God has called him to do while watching his back all at the same time. 
Ain't nothing like doing right and watching your back. I often remind people, particularly those of us who are in the household of faith, because people get mad at church and say, I ain't going back to church no more because somebody talked about me or somebody said something about me or somebody don't like me or somebody don't start, they won't speak to me or, or they act like I ain't nothing. And so I ain't going back to church. Baby, what makes you think church is different than the world? After all, it is filled with worldly people. Matter of fact, I was taught a long time ago that the church is a hospital. Help me preach up in there, somebody, which is, a, which is a collaboration of the fact that any of us that are in here, all of us still got a problem. I wish I had five people in church up in there. I, I know y'all holy, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, washed in the blood of the Lamb. You've been turned upside down and flipped back over. You done turned your life all the way around and all of that stuff. And now you got a heavenly glow, but you still got a hellish vision. Because the record declares all of us have sin and come short. Of the glory of God. Tell somebody, all of us. That means me, the pastor, these preachers, the deacons, the trustees, the ushers, the nurses, and the person sitting next to you. He reveals to you and I that any time we surrender our lives to the Lord and then desire to do what God has called us to do, that you and I must understand that the journey will not be easy. And that the assignment is not going to be pleasurable. And sometimes, somebody say sometime. And sometime in this life, you're going to have to have what's known as some David moments. For David reveals unto you and I that he had to fight. He had to run. He had to duck. And he had to hide. Can I get some help up in here? David, David, David reveals to you and I that he finds himself in some unusual places. And sometimes hiding from the attacks of the devil. He finds his enemies coming after him abruptly and more often that they might hinder what God has called him to do. But he understands the fact that God has called him to be faithful to his assignment. Can I preach? The only reason Macedonia has hung around for 102 years is because of two reasons. One of them, God has been faithful to Macedonia. And some members of Macedonia have been faithful to God. I sure wish I had some help up in here. He reveals that to you and I and that we as individuals, David wants us to understand that sometime in the midst of this journey that you and I will have to go through some stuff. And that me and I must be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Can I preach? In this modern culture in which we live in, most people fail to realize that the average individual who shows up in the church on Sunday shows up with a problem. They show up going through something. I sure wish y'all to tell the truth. There are some people who aren't coming to church today, but something happened this week. And what happened this week has changed their entire agenda. When you pause and look at how we gather up in here, most of us gather in here and there is something going on in our lives. 
Amen. Reveals that to you and I, that as we move according to the permissive will of the master, that no day will be easy. Sure wish I had you. No, 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 no day will be an easy day. Because two things I know. One of them is that the devil don't like believers. And secondly, the devil is always on his job. Somebody help me preach up in here. I'm going to get y'all on the side real quick. Watch this up in here. If you just really tell the truth, there are some people who can attest to the fact right now that the devil with whom we serve is on his job. He's messing with your marriage. He's messing with your children. Come on, somebody up in here. He messing with your money. He messing with your job. He messing with your neighborhood. He messing with your boo and your boo thing. Y'all got me up in here? The devil is on his job because anytime we desire to surrender ourselves to him, the enemy is on his assignment. Let me say I put this in perspective. Don't let this piety fool you that you have in the day because the devil is watching. Matter of fact, let me get a little closer. He ain't watching from a distance. He got somebody in the room spying out the land. Can I preach? You pause and look at it. Watch the text. I got to go. Okay, hold your Lord. Watch the text. Because, because like David, in this Psalms 27, like most of David's writing, David does not normally connect the situation. You know what's going on. But what David does is that David kind of speaks to you and I about the problems that are actually taking place. He does not always talk about location, time, and locale. But what he does is he reveals to you and I the troubles that actually happen. In Psalms 27, he speaks of trouble. He speaks of his enemies. He speaks of the adversaries, the false witnesses, and the violent men that he's dealing with. Y'all in with me? What, what, David, what David reveals unto you and I is that often, beloved of God, that when God in his intimate wisdom pulls us from the muck and mire of sin and places us on a solid foundation and allow us to be closed in our right mind and we turn from the wickedness of sin and start walking for the master, here come the devil. Tell your neighbor, here he comes. Psalms 27 is powerful, Pastor Minor, because Psalms 27, I tell people, it reveals for us a confident faith in God. It reveals to you and I that David had what was known as an assured faith in both the ability of God and the will of God. I forgot to tell you all I come to preach. Right? Yeah. He reveals to you and I both the ability and the will of the God of our salvation. Watch this here. He wants us to know two things. One, God is able to handle whatever situation comes our way. Help me preach up in there. Say God is able. And that no matter how big it is, no matter how hurt it is, or how powerful it might be, no matter how strong the attack is, what he reveals to us according to David is God is, he's able. Let me park it for a minute. Quit singing about God if you don't believe it. 
You must believe in the availability of the God of our salvation. No matter what I deal with in life, I believe God is able. I believe it. I don't know about you or anybody but me. I believe God is able because sometimes sometime I get hit with some stuff. I don't even see it coming. Before I know it, it's slapping me all in the face. And I'm knocked off base, preach pastor. I'm, I'm, I'm knocked off base. I'm all off guard. I can't seem to get my head together. My mind, I wish I had some Negroes in here who knew what I was talking about. Yeah, I don't seem to be able to get myself together to, to try to handle what's happening. But I know he's able. Yeah, I don't, I don't give up. <laughs> I wish I had two of y'all. I don't, I don't throw in the towel. I don't, I don't run from it. I don't hide. Matter of fact, I even talk about it. Because I want the devil to know that I serve a God. Tell somebody who's able. David wants them to know, beloved of God, that God is, that he's able. Secondly, what David wants them to understand in this text is not only that he's able, but that God is willing to help you handle it if you let him. I'm on my way. Watch this here. I said God is willing to handle the situation if you let him. Preach, pastor. Watch this here, beloved of God. God cannot handle some situations that we are going through in life because we won't let him. We want to handle it ourselves. We want to cuss somebody out. We want to tell somebody off. I sure wish I had a church. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we want people to hear the last thing we said rather than what the Lord said. We want to handle it so we can go back home and brag about, child, you should have been there. But watch this here. Have you ever noticed when you handle it, it ain't never over? But when the Lord handles it, God has a way of fixing it, turning it around, casting it away from us, and giving us peace on the journey. All oh, my children are grown. I used to worry about them, not no more. Y'all missing me up in here. Not, 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 no, not no more. I used, to, I used to worry about when they didn't hear me talking and didn't heed my wisdom and didn't take my advice. I used to worry about that, not no more. Yeah, I, all, all I can do is tell them what's right and what's wrong. Then I go on by my business. Let me put it in perspective for I can help some of y'all who ain't got there yet. I, I've gotten to the point where you ain't going to make me cry. Ooh, I wish I had some saints in the house today. You ain't going to wreck my nerves. You ain't going to have me up all night long worrying. Can't get no sleeping can on. You ain't going to worry me to death and you live. Keep up your foolishness and die and let me live. But the record declares, if you are willing, tell your neighbor willing. 
If you are willing, the record declares the Lord will handle our situations. David shows us in Psalms 27 that the Lord is able and that the Lord is willing. That the Lord can handle our situations. That no matter how it is, no matter how dark, no matter how dismal, no matter how painful, David says when you turn it over to the Lord, he'll give you a testimony. Here's the third part of Psalms 27. He shows us that he's able. Turn around and shows you and I that he is willing. But then lastly, he gives us a testimony. Tell your neighbor, I got a testimony. What's David's testimony? David says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I, yeah, shall I fear? What David reveals to us, that minor is that in a dark place, that God will illuminate the situation and that God will bring light in a dangerous situation and then turn around and save us from the pains of life, the woes and, yeah, the downtroddenness of life. David said, because the Lord is my light. Because the Lord is my savior. David said, whom shall I fear? Oh, praise his holy name. The whom reveals that I ain't scared of nobody. No matter how big, powerful, or strong you are. The record declares I serve a mighty Excuse me for a moment, but I feel like having Ebenezer moments at Macedonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I serve a God uh, that is able to keep me yeah, and able to strengthen me on the journey. He says, the Lord is my strength. And in whom shall I be afraid? He does not say that the wicked shall not come. But he says, and even when the wicked mine enemies and my foes came up against me to try to tear me down. Watch what it said. They stumbled and they fell. Can I park it for just a moment? I thought maybe I ought to try to tell somebody it's a dangerous thing yeah, to try to stop the church and stop the progress of the church. It's a dangerous thing to become an enemy to the body of Christ because the God I serve, he'll knock you down. Why don't you tell somebody, he'll knock you down. Pastor Minor, I thought I'd come by here and tell you, you ain't got to fight nobody. Just stand on the promises of God. Because he will. I need two people here that ain't afraid to say it with me. Say he will. Won't he do it? He'll fight your battle if you just hold your peace. Look at what he said when they had kept against me. He said, My heart shall not fear when war shall rise against me. And this will I be comforted. 
One thing I've desired of the Lord that I might live after him, that I might live for him, that I might live according to his will, that I might behold the beauty of the Lord in the land of the living. I got to talk one more time. People talk about paradise and what the Lord will offer us in paradise. I want somebody to know I can see God before I ever get to paradise. I can see the beauty of the Lord in the land of the living. Why don't you tell somebody I can see it. I see his splendor. I see his love. I see his peace. I see his protection. I see his guidance. I feel his presence. I see him walking with me and talking with me. I see him holding my hand and God in my feet I see the beauty of the Lord in the land of the living I see it in the sunshine I see it in the rain I see it in the storm I see it in the rainbow I wish I had a witness in here is there anybody here that can see his beauty here's the last thing this is what the pastor said for 102 years Macedonia has been protected by God he says for in the time of trouble God hides us in his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle does he hide us and when the storm is passed over he sets us out as a rock and put us on display good morning Macedonia I got to leave you now but thank God for his promise thank God for his commitment thank God for never leaving nor forsaking us why don't you tell somebody the Lord is on our side. He loved us so. He appreciated us so. He cared about us so that he wouldn't let hell become our home. John said that he loved us so that he gave his son in the name of Jesus and that God ever divine love was carried out in the bosom of his son on a hill called Calvary he died that we might be saved he died that we might have a right to the tree of a light and they buried him in Joe the new tomb but somebody say early somebody say early 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 Sunday morning he got up all power in his hands do you know him have you tried ain't the Lord alright if you know he's alright say yeah say yeah yeah I know him. 
for myself. The God I serve is a right now God. Quit boasting and bragging about what you've done. You ain't done nothing other than what the Lord desires of us to do. But it is God who is the keeper of this ship. It is God. It gives you a different captain to maneuver earthly. But he's the keeper. I can get some witnesses. If D. Mills could testify from the grave, he would tell you God did it. Jay Watson could testify from the grave. He'll tell you God did it. Charles Swyman could testify from where he is. He will tell you God did it. Terry Minor ought to testify from the pulpit and tell you God will do it. Because God will do just what he said. He will do. I'm done. Will I tell you this? Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard the great things. Boy, I sure wish I had a church. See, when I was at Ebenezer, I would do this and they would do it with me. The great things that God has in store for this church, for this church. Watch this here. Let God use you, not move you. Let God bless you to be able to be a blessing to this community. To this city, to this state, to this country, allow God to get the best out of your life. Be not dismayed. Whatever betides you, God will take care of you. Be not dismayed. Whatever be tied, God will. Y'all so quiet. God will take care of you. If he's done it for 102 years, how many people know God ain't through yet? I'm going to the seat. You ought to just put your hands together. You ought to get out your seat of comfort. You ought to just praise and bless God for what God is doing, what he's going to do, and what he has promised to do at the Macedonia church. I know you got your mask on, but you ought to make some noise for the Savior and all that he has done.